B-Double Bop. Dedicated to one of my dearest friends, Lori Plenge Dreesen. She is and always has been the bug that B-Double Bop became. Generous of spirit indeed. As you lay on a crisp fall day in a warm and sunny place, don't look up into the skies. Instead, look down and squint your eyes. Squint your eyes so very tight, and if you look with all your might, you'll find the land of more than small. In this land live bugs. That's all. An autumn leaf slowly falls from a tree near the crystal-clear waters of Laughing Loon Lake. Slipping from side to side, the leaf is lifted up by a puff of wind. Carried by the breeze, the leaf floats over thistle pine and clover forests. It spirals round and round down the streets of the little town of Bugville. The leaf swirls and twirls around a streetlight at the corner of Best Street and Fussy Lane. Then, like a butterfly, it softly lands on the lawn of the house at the corner. This house is empty. This house is for sale. All is quiet. All is still in this wonderful town of Bugville. The silence was broken when a moving truck rumbled to a stop in front of the empty house. A moment later, a brand new hopmobile screeched to a halt behind the truck. Out of the car popped the noisiest family you've ever heard. They were hooting and hollering, carrying on like it was New Year's Eve. This was the Bop family. They were moving to Bugville from the little town of Crinkle Crags. First out of the car was Farley T. Bop, followed by his wife, Biddy L., then out climbed their gum-chewing daughter, B-Double Bop, whom everyone called B.D. B.D. Bop just stood there, popping her buggle gum and staring at their new home. And finally she giggled loudly, Bingleberry Bang, that is one ugly house. Biddy L. and Farley T. laughed until they cried. They thought B. was funnier than the funny papers on Sunday. The next day, Farley T. and Biddy L. Bop drove their daughter to Buttonwood School. With a kiss and a hug, they dropped her off. Beady Bop ran up the steps, through the door, and down the hall to the office. She popped a piece of buggle gum into her mouth and loudly laughed. Bingleberry Bang! They sure named this place right. They must call it Buttonwood because all the button brains go to school here. Then she just laughed and laughed, thinking she was very funny. The school secretary, Ms. Priz, glared at B over the top of her glasses. That will be enough of that, muttered Miss Priz. You will be in Ms. Bugley's class. Without another word, she stapled B's school records with a crunch. Beady Bop got to her classroom just in time for recess. She followed her classmates outside and looked around. Bingleberry bang, she shouted at the top of her lungs. What a dumb playground! At that very moment, Glance McSquint accidentally bumped into B. Whoops, excuse me, he said, sorry as could be. Hey, that's okay, B.D. laughed. I just love being smashed into by a geek bug. Hey, are those glasses on your face or are you wearing scuba goggles? Glance just stood there holding his bug ball while the other kids laughed at B.'s cruel joke. After recess, B.D. Bop went back to Miss Bugley's classroom. Bee didn't waste any time letting every bug know she was there. She whispered just as loud as could be, Our teacher has the perfect name to fit her face. Bugly sure rhymes with ugly. The other bugs in class laughed and laughed, but 
They became very quiet as Miss Bugley stormed up the aisle to where B was sitting. What did you say? Miss Bugley asked. I said Bugley rhymes with ugly. What's the matter? Have you got bugglegum stuck in your ears? Bebop giggled. This time, no one else laughed. No one even smiled. Ms. Bugley's face turned as red as a beet in the summer heat. Just like that, B-Double was in trouble. Carrying a note from Ms. Bugley, she headed down the hall to the principal's office. The principal, Mr. Clipwell, sat behind his huge desk and read Ms. Bugley's note. He looked up as Beady Bop loudly popped her gum. "'Please remove the gum from your mouth,' he said firmly. "'Buggle gum is not allowed in school.' "'No problemo,' said Bebop as she pulled the gum out of her mouth. She quickly stuck the gum under her chair. "'And, Miss Bop,' added Mr. Clipwell, his eyes opened wide, "'we do not allow name-calling at Buttonwood School. "'You will apologize to Miss Bugley at once. Do you understand?' Bebop looked as if she wanted to cry. But instead of crying, she began to giggle. "'Well, of course I understand, Mr. Blipsmell. I heard every stupid thing you said.' Without saying another word, the principal picked up the phone and called Beady Bop's parents. Within minutes, their noisy red car hopped to a stop in front of Buttonwood School. The Bops hurried into Mr. Clipwell's office just as B.D. called him a slippery, slickery worm. Farley T. laughed and laughed. Beady Bop is such a joker, she cracks me up. We've had to move five times in the last four months, giggled Biddy L., but no matter where we go, B.D. makes us laugh and laugh. But the principal wasn't laughing. <clears throat> he said, clearing his throat. Biggleberry bang, snickered B.D. Bop. What's the matter, Mr. Toadwell? Got a frog in your throat? Mr. Clipwell said nothing. Instead, he quietly wrote on a piece of paper and then slid the paper across the desk. It read, B. Bop is suspended from Buttonwood School until she learns to show respect to other bugs. The Bop family raced out of the school, jumped into their hopmobile, and drove off. Well, little girl, Farley T. laughed, Mr. Clipwell sure doesn't have a sense of humor. I guess we'll have to find you a private tutor or two. Better than best, said Biddy L. The old uppities live just up the street. They are both retired school teachers. They would be the perfect tutors. I hear they even had their own library, laughed Farley T. as he shifted the car into gear. In a puff of blamberry mist from the engine, the bops drove straight to Old Bug Manor. It was there that Thornton and Gwendolyn Uppity lived. The Uppities happily agreed to tutor Beady Bop because they loved little bug kids. To tell the truth, they both really missed teaching school. The old couple took Beady into their library. While Mr. Uppity was gathering books, Bee started making jokes. Biggleberry bang! Beatty said, looking at Mrs. Uppity. Is that your real hair, or are you wearing a sheep on your head? Looks pretty bad. Mrs. Uppity sat at the table and smiled a secret smile. When Mr. Uppity came back with the books, Beatty stuck out her foot and tripped him. The books flew up, and he fell down. We're having some fun now, Beatty Bop snickered. What are you, some kind of fumblefoot bug? Old Mr. Uppity dusted himself off and smiled a secret smile. The Uppities tried to teach Bee for hours and hours, but all she did was tell jokes. The old couple never laughed, and they never got angry. Instead, the Uppities simply smiled their secret smiles. Finally, just before she left, Beady Bop turned all the pictures in the old house upside down. 
That will get their attention for sure, Bee giggled as she slipped out the door. She had almost reached the street when Mr. Uppity called out, Bee Double Bop, would you come back in here, please? Oh, goody, she thought. I finally got their attention. Thinking the uppities were mad, Beady Bop planned some funny things to say. But when she got inside the house, she discovered they weren't angry at all. The old couple sat on the sofa sipping cups of Tinglewood tea. Why aren't you mad at me? Beady Bop asked. For the first time in her life, she couldn't think of anything else to say. Because, said Mr. Uppity, we understand why you do the things you do. Saying mean things to other bugs isn't funny. It's just plain mean. You don't want to be mean. You're just looking for attention. You've been moved from town to town and school to school, he added. The only way you can get other bugs to notice you is to say something mean. Sometimes, added Mrs. Uppity, Mr. Uppity calls me funny names to get my attention. Sometimes I laugh and sometimes I don't. But we understand each other like we understand you. Sometimes we feel lonely too. For the first time ever, Beady Bop didn't laugh. Instead, she cried. Mr. and Mrs. Uppity really did understand that all she wanted were a few good friends. Over the next few weeks, the Uppities not only taught Beady reading, math, and history, they also showed her that respecting others is the true way to win friends. When Beady Bop went back to Buttonwood School, she apologized to Mr. Clipwell. Then she apologized to all the bug kids, especially to Glance McSquint. Most importantly, Bee told Miss Bugley she was sorry for the mean things she had said. Now, every day after school at a quarter to four, Beady walks to Old Bug Manor and knocks on the door. Once inside, Bee and the uppities drink tea and eat crumbly cookies called Skittle Dees. Better than best, they talk for hours and hours, as good friends often do. If you think being mean is funny, like B-Double Bop used to do, remember to talk to others the way you want them to talk to you. B-Double Bop is a story about saying mean things to get attention. Like all the stories I write, this story is about me. When I was young, my family moved a lot. Sometimes we moved from one place to another in the same town, and many times we moved from one town to another. I was shy, but I learned that if I wanted to get attention when I went to a new school, I could just say something outrageous, sometimes something mean. It got me attention, but it also got me into a lot of trouble. Not surprisingly, it didn't help me make many friends. Feel free to write me and tell me how you like this bug adventure. (laughs) 